0: Welcome to the Magic Pisces Podcast. Before the ayahuasca, before the clear blue skies, and before the great awakening. All right, welcome back. This is actually take three of this um, gosh darn episode I'm trying to record, and it really is fucking kind of pissing me off that this video I'm trying to quote from keeps playing. It's almost like something is conspiring against me. Sometimes it feels like that. You ever feel like the world is against you? sometimes i feel like the world is against me um but the the first episode i i maybe i'll just release all of them fuck it but i i introduce i i used the, the wrong words a couple times which i do it's kind of tricky when me personally for me personally when i get into this stream of consciousness sometimes the wrong word comes out or i mix up the meanings or don't use words in the most articulately in in the most perfect articulate way but um excuse me but uh, really all I was saying is that like I'm really sad for the country. I'm really sad for the state of the nation. I'm really sad, sad that people are getting hurt. I'm really sad that uh, police officers, many of whom are very good people, are being um, attacked. Um, I do not know what... Excuse the background noise there. I do not know what the intentions of all of the protesters are i don't know what the intentions of the violent protesters are i don't know what the 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 intentions of the looters are and it and i don't know what the intention of the officer who killed this person um george floyd was either because they knew each other and so it begs this interesting question regarding maybe maybe the cop just didn't like him because they worked together for all those years and they just didn't like each other. And maybe the cop is racist also, or maybe the cop isn't racist, but just finally got an opportunity to put his fucking knee on this fucking other bouncer's neck. They were both bouncers at this bar together. Who knows what it is? And maybe the white supremacists started the violence or started the fires to make the black people look bad. And now the white liberals, the far leftists, come to the... Um, the aid of the of the african-americans and maybe the african-americans don't even want their help i don't know if that's the case at all but there's just so much maybe and there's so much nuance and there's so much like what in the hell is going on here america and this is all happening inside of covid all of a sudden we forgot about covid because there's race riots going on again and and i i the reason i i redid the episode was because i posted this video of this guy getting beaten on facebook who was trying to protect his store and it was just brutal beating like the guy is all fucked up his face is all bloody and his arms all mangled and he's like being brutally beaten and but then my friend z he posted after like two hours of i wasn't really arguing i just sort of posted it um with my opinion slash my point of view basically saying that my my point was that I'm completely for protest, peaceful protest and I'm 100% in favor in favor of racial equality but I'm not against rioting or I'm not against but I'm against rioting and and I use this person as a case in point here's this innocent person who's been hurt in a riot and And I cited the case of Reginald Denning, who got his head smashed in with a brick in the L.A. riots, and he was just this truck driver. It was like this long-haired truck driver, like going through South Central at the wrong time and place, right? There's a really, really disturbing Netflix documentary on the L.A. riots. I think it's still on Netflix. You can track it down, though. It's really really disturbing and it just really gets into the buildup of all of it and what it's like to be an african-american in south central los angeles and then this thing happened and it just fucking blew up you know the whole thing just blew up literally but then all these innocent people get beaten you know like white people get targeted and then you know there's the whole side of the argument well i didn't do anything to them and i i i that can turn into a callous-sounding argument, but it, at the same time, it's also a valid argument. You know, I, I can't help my... Well, like, if, if you say something like, I can't help my white privilege, you're going to sound like a racist. But at the same time, you can't, you know? And then at the same time, is it the, is it the job of or the role of those of us who are privileged and white to stand up and say something and very well that very well may be the case for you to protest and i was going to have a i was i don't want to say i was debating with a friend of mine before the before i did the podcast but she sort of presented she kind of reflected to me that perhaps i should take a deeper look at the privilege that's been afforded me in this lifetime and she was actually on her way to a protest and and i actually st- Stopped. I, I actually kind of paused because I was going to go on like a little bit more of a conservative rant and I'm not I'm not um some sort of conservative anymore. I'm, I guess I think what I would be is like a moderate liberal in the sense that I believe in the liberty of the individual, and I believe that the Constitution of the United States is in place to protect the liberty of the individual, and I believe that the Supreme Court Justice's job is to, or it is their job, to uphold what the Constitution says. And once in a while, you have to make an amendment to the Constitution that protects the liberty of the individual. You know, one of the major amendments being Roe versus, uh, based on the Roe v. Wade uh, decision legalizing abortion and then more recently with Barack Obama and gay marriage, that that's the the um, uh, constitution being amended so as to protect the liberty of the citizen. And I believe in that it's I believe in in it through the lens of like spiritual spiritual freedom like this is our it's our god-given right. and the thing that, that challenged me challenges me regarding the left is when um, probably go on a side tangent here, but the, the left is very quote unquote compassionate and quote unquote open-minded until a person feels that abortion is murder and that someone doesn't have a right to have one because um, you're, you're essentially snuffing out a soul. That's what the people who are anti-abortion, that's what they think. It's murder. And the the issue I take with the far left or the left or the liberal viewpoint on that one in particular is that they just – they don't honor that people feel that way, right? They don't honor the stories of the women that didn't have abortions and whose children are now grown up and they're so glad that they didn't. And I think that those voices deserve to be honored, not shot down and not I, – I don't think that – it's it's such a personal – it's such a personal thing. And I actually – it's weird. My – I worked with this conservative woman or this Christian woman years ago in a school. And she I remember one day she saying to me or she, we were talking about um, politics and abortion came up and she said, yeah, I believe it's murder. And I believe that a woman has a right to do it. And that's kind of how the, that's sort of the way I feel. And isn't that a valid way to feel? And I, I think that what's going on right now in the world is that a lot of people don't think that the way other people feel is valid and we're really quick to rob people of the validity of their subjective experience because everybody at the end of the day is just doing their best inside a subjective experience of human consciousness and and whatever a human being is experiencing inside of that subjective experience is valid and if people could do any better they would and if people could discover a greater truth they would and my the, the thing that I'm really always looking for is, even beyond anything political, is I just want to know the truth. And so, the in, in regards to the, to the rioting, what if the truth is that white supremacists actually did pay people to burn buildings down to make the black people look bad? Like, am I crazy for thinking that? It's not that far-fetched of an idea, and... And am I crazy for, or am I, is it not okay for me to feel compassion for the police officers in Chicago who are being attacked? And at the same time, is it okay for me to feel that, or to know that some cops are horrible people and that it is, that it is in fact a gang? And it's, it's funny because as I mentioned, the, I posted the, um, I posted the video and then it turns out that the guy... <laughs> I actually, think I, I don't know if I mentioned it in this podcast yet. I may or may not have, but my friend my friend Z posted that um, the whole story about the guy defending his store was bullshit, and the guy was actually threatening people with a sword, and they were they were defending themselves against a guy with a sword. Is what his research on Google presented to him, you know? So it's just crazy because right now people just people basically feel what they want to feel, they believe that the, what they want to believe, and and in order to shift away from something that you believe in to the truth, very often requires a, a degree of cognitive dissonance. So, cognitive dissonance is when you are, is when it when it's when con- contrary information is presented to you that conflicts with your beliefs, and it makes you go insane. And what people do is, as instead of experiencing cognitive dissonance they cling to being right they cling to their ego they cling to the things that they think are true because they can't stand the blow that their ego will take and when i got sober i moved beyond that it's a very humbling experience because it requires you to really change your beliefs about yourself in so many different ways and so my mind became a lot more open and i try to just view things not through the lens of um political chargedness if that's a word but through the lens of like what is the truth and what is right and what does god want in this and and god doesn't want people getting beaten you know god doesn't want cops getting beaten i don't think and and god might want people protesting peacefully that's what gandhi did and fucking got the british out of india peacefully and And so then it it begs the question regarding the intentions of some of the protesters. And, you know, it says that some of them were shipped in from the I think the governor of Minnesota was saying that all of the protesters who were arrested were from out of state. But then, you know they weren't and who the hell knows you know and i've been i've been uh, accused of not sharing responsibly on social media typically the way it goes down is i'm like flipping through and i see an article and i read it and i like what it says and i just share it and then all of a sudden this whole thing erupts from it and then i got to like go do a podcast or something but it's almost like you could just counter 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 and counter and counter, and counter all day long and that none of that is necessarily in service of the truth because nobody can trust anything right now. You know, all I know is that I can trust the voice of the woman who uh, has two cousins who are Chicago police officers. And this woman is a good friend of mine. i know known her for years in Chicago. And and her she says that her cousins were attacked by protesters. And I have uh, no reason to believe that she's not being truthful. And I also saw a video last night of a, Chicago police officer surrounded and being beaten by protesters, and they he was totally outnumbered, and it was—I would have been terrible. I would have started shooting, I, if I was that cop. I would have felt my life was in danger, and I would have started shooting. Guess what would have happened then? Chicago police officer murders protesters, but the video was like this cop was losing the fight, and I think it was actually like protesters that saved him. You know, but so what's what's the what's the good available? And this was I it was mostly white people around him, if I recall. Don't quote me on that. But the the truth is lurking around in all of this. And my intention, the intention of this podcast, is always elevated consciousness. It's always um, to step up and get away from the more emotionally charged place and see this from a more elevated and more spiritually aligned position. And it's it's really it's terrible that that person was murdered. It's terrible. It's terrible that that woman in Central Park um threatened that African American man when she knew full well what she was doing, right? And it's it's a shame that I can't listen to a conservative podcast um, and share information I hear on it without being attacked by people who essentially think they're better and smarter, but who don't do the research that the person who is um, conducting the podcast do, or does. I listen and 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 I'm really just interested in all points of view, and I really seek to respect um, the places that people are coming from because each subjective experience of human consciousness that a person has is the result of an infinite number of interrelated factors that go back, you could argue, um, until the beginning of time, (laughs) and that every single thing is connected to every other thing. And that occasionally, in the midst of all of that mayhem, a person is presented with an opportunity to make a different choice. They're presented with an opportunity to choose something different from what they're currently choosing or currently experiencing or choose out choosing. A person is uh, occasionally presented with an opportunity to choose outside of a dynamic that has been running the show, and that leads to the elevation or the evolution. Of their consciousness, and right now you've got all of these people who are so deeply entrenched in the way that they feel and in the things that they believe that it's a it's a defense of what they believe that becomes the most important thing versus um, a discovery of what the truth in the situation actually is, and and. It's funny because there's this um, prayer in the Course in Miracles. I just cut out and then restarted. I'd run to my car to grab the Course in Miracles book. But there's this prayer in the Course in Miracles that says... God, or there's a the, the paragraph leading up to it is, God's son is perfect, and he can, or he cannot be God's son. Nor will you know him if you think he does not merit the escape from guilt in all its consequences and its forms. There is no way to think of him but this. If you would know the truth about yourself, or there is no way to think of him but this, if you would know the truth about yourself. And so then there's a prayer. And the prayer is, I thank you, Father, for your perfect son, and in his glory will I see my own. And so... There's an opportunity there to use that prayer whenever I find myself bothered by someone else's behavior. There's an opportunity for me to just step back and say, "Wait a minute, this person is so much more like me than different," and and to say that prayer. I say that that's the the current prayer that I'm saying. Um, in you know the uh, one of the twelve step prayers will say, "Lord, this is a sick person. How can I be of service to him?" All right. And there's another one that talks about um taking taking me away from self-seeking and you know help me to see something higher or greater in this and and that's like it's almost like the the work on the, the spiritual work available as a result of facebooking is to see the similarities in each person who your instincts at first or your emotions might want you literally having to murder in that moment and and just discovering that as opposed to us being so different we're actually so very similar and it's like thank you god for putting this person into my experience because this person is just a projection of of who i am they're just they're just holding up the mirror for me to look at something that exists inside of myself that i need to heal or let go of i mean even in in the sense of like maybe i've posted misinformation and maybe I should fact check, fact check, fact check, fact check before I post things in the future. And maybe I just need to forgive myself for not being a perfect social media leader. You know, maybe that's just part of all of the lesson. Maybe this is all just one great big matrix illusion until you get, you know, shot or <laughs> shot or hit over the head with a bully club or you go to a protest and you get, you know, Hitting the head with a brick or something who knows then it's not an illusion anymore then it fucking hurts but you know maybe each person in our experience is just placed there to teach us something about the deeper truth that exists at the center of all of it you know and I think that that there is a that there are just some guiding principles that we're all missing in this and I'm certainly the first one to admit that I can do a better job of all of it you know um, and that, that's often that awareness is just the first step it's realizing that you can do a better job because we all can and we as a country and as a this great this fucking great nation you know like we can we have the power within us to transform it and the way that we do that is we begin with ourselves so I'm going to stop there thanks again for listening to the Magic Pisces podcast, podcast. talk to you next time bye <music>